0: Welcome back, Literary Slummers, to another episode of Shelf Aware, the podcast where we read books outside of our comfort zone. I'm Em. And
1: I'm Anna. This week on Shelf Aware, we are reading the second book in our listener submitted unit on Weird Westerns. Thank you, James, for submitting this unit to us. We read Dawn and Damnation by Clark Casey or Casey Clark? Both both i think it's clark casey i think it's clark casey because i think casey clark isn't that a famous person no maybe i'm thinking of casey casem
0: it is clark casey is the author's name okay
1: all right guys it's dawn and damnation by clark casey a book that was advertised to be about vampires and a Mm -hmm. town called damnation what did what do you think of this one
0: (laughs) um okay so i here's the thing Liked this book better than the last one you read.
1: Did you really?
0: Absolutely, I did. I know. Tell me why. I know. I know what you're going to say because you texted me to warn me about this book. And I think that's I part did. of why I liked it better was because- Because you knew I hated it? No, because forewarned is forearmed. Mm-hmm. And I was like prepared going in for there to be All problematic right. shit. Okay. I think you are right that there is a lot of stuff in this that is problematic, we'll mm-hmm. say. However, I was more okay with it than the problematic stuff in the last one for two reasons. Okay. One, this is in first person. So Mm -hmm. I felt less that it was the author having problematic views and more that it was the character having problematic views. That's fair. And two, the premise of this book is that everybody in this book is a terrible person stuck Mm -hmm. in an almost hell town. So I was fine with them being terrible people with like racist, sexist views because I was like, yeah, they would be because they're mm. terrible people stuck in a hell town.
1: Yes. Here's why I'm so mad about this book. Uh-huh. I'm mad because I thought we were going to have vampires having shootouts, yeah. drinking whiskey in their saloons, and generally having a really great vampire time. hmm There was only one vampire, and he was so, like, just nothing. He was a nothing guy. <laughs> He had the potential to
0: be cool. I liked that he was nothing. I liked that he wasn't, like, too vampire Because I think if he was too vampire then, like, it would be weird with him being the only vampire.
1: So, yeah, if they were all vampires, though, yeah, totally would have been here for it. We get a ton of werewolves.
0: I don't think that that was ever promised in this book. I think it said that there was one vampire in the Oh it did. I thought it said there was lots of vampires. No, I think it was it was a bunch of lost souls and one vampire. Man, damn it. I had
1: like this idea of what it was gonna I didn't read the back the blurb Mm. very carefully. I had this idea in my mind. And that's why I'm so mad. the the book has such a there goes the dog. The book has such a cool premise. I love the idea of being stuck basically in this waiting room and either killing your way or mm-hmm. wait, either dying again or not killing anyone. Like having to having to restrain yourself. I yeah. guess from the idea of killing anybody. Um and I thought it was going to be like way more paranormal than it was. Mhm. But it focused a lot more on the humans. Yeah. And it was, it was, you it are was all a, dead
0: though. So that is paranormal. That's,
1: that's true. They're all kind of zombies, I guess.
0: Or ghosts.
1: But it ghosts. really was just offensive enough to the point where a couple of times I was like, is this just like, is this satire? Like, I are we so making too. fun of people who actually think this way? But it never leaned in enough for me to be like, okay, yeah, no, I am supposed to laugh at that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I thought it was suppo- like most, and maybe this is me giving the author too much credit. Maybe not um i most of the time i thought most of the problematic stuff was tongue-in-cheek which i know that that can still be problematic to be like i'm racist but ironically racist
1: yeah like if you don't say why it's wrong to be that way it doesn't really yeah
0: (laughs) but i did i did take it as attempted comedy whether it succeeded or not i think Mm -hmm. is up to the audience but i well here's here's the thing that made me think that it is supposed to be satire Okay was there was a line where they're talking to the native- a Native American character, and that character says the only good cowboy is a dead cowboy, which mm-hmm. I believe is a riff on the only good Indian is a yeah. dead Indian, mm-hmm. so I think that it like all of the racist stuff or the like sexist stuff is supposed to be understood as like, yeah, this is so funny how they thought this way back then, you know,
1: yes, I hope so, because it really it's just every chapter I was like getting mad
0: there is again. a lot
1: there's it was a lot.
0: To me, it was very much like, again, these are all bad people. So it's kind of like that's true. Kind of like it's always sunny in Philadelphia, or like us I hate that show.
1: I, I hate Always Sunny. There's
0: I don't too like much yelling.
1: Yeah, they're yes. always drunk. I don't like it.
0: I think it's that idea of like watching bad people do dumb bad things right. rather than rather than being like a Parks and Rec or.
1: Which is my preferred brand of funny. Yeah, <laughs> people are just trying real hard to do really good things,
0: guys. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like getting into like who you would recommend this for. I mm-hmm. didn't necessarily like it, but like,
1: Did if you have that very is... dark
0: humor. Yeah, I think I do have dark humor, but like well, I don't know, it wasn't this specific brand yeah. of like. Yeah. I like to have characters I can root for, and That's, I couldn't yeah. really root for these guys. Kind of liked Buddy. I kind of liked Buddy, and I kind of liked um Mrs. or Ms. Uh, Ms. Parker. Miss Parker, yeah. Yes, and I kind of like Nigel. I kind of like the vampire. But, like, mm. overall, it did seem like everybody was kind of a shithead. So, like, I don't know. If if that's more of your vibe, this might be a fun book for you. And also don't expect there to be a ton of vampires because there's not.
1: Yes. Yeah. I Maybe I need to look at this through a different lens then because I really – there, there was only like a couple lines where I'm like, this is so over the top. It, it either is written mm. by someone who is like 100% like men's right red pill person or mm. this is all a big joke. But I'm just like, I wasn't brought in on the loop. Yeah.
0: So Well, and I mean, I don't think that's a failing of you as a reader. I think that if you're no, I'm reading the dumb and, one are, here. <laughs> and are confused about the intention of whether or not it's supposed mm-hmm. to be comedy, then perhaps it wasn't clear enough. Yeah. Yeah. Or perhaps it wasn't supposed to be comedy. I don't know. I yeah. haven't looked into this author or, or his other works, you know, so I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe some of the uh, more uh, uh, terrible things that people said about women are things he actually believes. But I, I felt like it was comedy, so I was okay with it. But I don't know if that, I don't think that excuses it, you know, if you right. are uncomfortable with it.
1: Yeah, I... Mm. Well, we'll, I'll I'll think about it. I'll stew on it throughout the course of the episode. And then I'll say if I change my mind about it. But I will say the angriest I got at this book was the fucking ending.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the ending wasn't great. (laughs) So I guess my
1: recommendations for this book are people who have that like just... Dry black sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't mind a sudden ending with his sole intent is to get you to purchase the second book in the
0: series. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's not even like a cliffhanger. It's just like this guy walks in and they're like, hey, it's that guy. Go get the other one. And they're Time all for like, the next Okay. Book. See you in part two. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like the, and then there's like three chapters of the next uh book. And I, I was like, not I'm, not no, I'm not reading that. I'm not I no, I did no. my I did my, <laughs> I I did like, oh, my duty. <laughs> I'm not getting into this.
0: <laughs> I was like, oh sweet, I thought there was 10% more of this book. Guess not, I'm done. Bye. Yeah, I <laughs> mean too. <laughs> Gonna Save go watch the time. crown.
1: <laughs> oh, oh my god. Okay. We apparently I I can't get into it on the podcast. I've only uh, watched one episode of The Crown, and it's the first episode of mm-hmm, the first season. Mm-hmm. And the girl they have as Princess Die is like such a good fit it looks just like her but does, i didn't yes. i was i was young enough when princess died died the only thing i know about her is that she died in a car wreck whatever mm-hmm. um the whole story of her and charles getting together is fucking disgusting it <laughs> creeps me out to no end but that's that's that's, that's an opinion for a different podcast <laughs> also watch the queen's gambit it's really good and i feel it's like on my list the it's main on character and that is i she's like super gorgeous i like her a lot anyway um (laughs) all that aside uh i have a little bit a tiny bit the smallest bit of information about weird westerns um because i feel like once i once you like get the basic definition of it you're like oh yeah i know what both of those things are
0: it's like porn
1: yes you'll know it when you see it (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly (laughs) R.I.P. <laughs> uh so a weird western is basically a Western with spec fic elements, usually horror or fantasy or science fiction. We all know what all of those pieces mean separately. Um but in case you're not as familiar with Western novels, because I know I know that's a big that's a big thing in the US because obviously that's where most of them take place, if not the U.S., then like Mexico or Argentina or a few other places like that. But
0: Or a imaginary country that is meant to mimic the yes. American West.
1: Mm-hmm. And sometimes space, <laughs> like a uh, Firefly. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Uh, Western novels usually take place in the 19th and 20th century in the Western U.S., the Old West. Uh, they feature cowboys, outlaws, Native Americans, um, and sometimes like Spaniard or Mexican characters. And there's also usually some like ruminations, like the environment. It's just so vast and deserty or plainsy, whatever. We can really do anything we want out here. It's all brand new to us. And the term Weird Western is relatively new, uh, like the 1970s new, but the first... Weird Westerns were appearing back in the Pulp Fiction days, which is just a little bit before that. And I, as far as I can tell, the first example of it being called a Weird Western was DC ran a series of comics called Weird Western Tales in the 1970s. um, Mm -hmm. That revolved around the character Jonah Hex, who I'm not familiar with because I don't really – I'm not really – big into DC Comics but he was just like an anti-hero bounty hunter type of dude with some scars on his face.
0: I think I'm familiar with him from references to him mm. in I want to say like there's like a CW show or something where he shows up but yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not super versed on comics so like don't get at me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if there's not a movie about it. <laughs> right. I'm kind of out of the loop, can't lie.
0: We should do a unit on comics.
1: Yeah, that would be cool. We haven't really yeah. done a graphic novel at all on here before. So Pin and we've recommended Pin and lots of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's basically it. That's Weird Westerns in a nutshell, or like Westerns at least. Cool. Yep. <laughs> We're all on the same page now. <laughs> um, I will say before we get talking about this book, there's probably a few content warnings um, for this one, mainly like, sexual assault of varying mm-hmm. levels um there's a lot of gun violence in this book yeah there's a lot of physical violence in this book otherwise lots of
0: I think there's a couple of like, references to hanging
1: yes yeah yeah there's some um there's some suicide in this as well mm. basically any way you could die is mentioned in this book
0: mhm
1: and uh as well as the fact that pigs will eat anything. So
0: So if any of that bothers you, it might also come up in this podcast just Yeah. Forewarned is forearmed.
1: Yeah, we're not gonna like ruminate on anything, but uh it will get mentioned. So if that bothers you, you might want to skip this episode, definitely skip the book. They mm-hmm. throw around the R word quite a bit, like the the sex one, not the other one. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. So they've got uh, different slurs for that one.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's incest too. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah, there's, that's a, couple. there's a couple. It's just weird. It's
0: incest. It's a lot. It's very edgy. Funnily
1: enough, it's the it's the incest that made me think that this was a satire book.
0: <laughs> yeah. See, I think because that's like. <laughs> Is that weird to say? No, I think that makes sense. Because <laughs> I feel like I feel like the you know now we've done the warnings, the like sexual assault and rape stuff. Very unfortunately, that could go either way. Mm-hmm. But like incest, it's kind of like oh no, <laughs> like you <Yeah. laughs> must be joking with that. Like...
1: Is this flowers in the attic or are we all in on the or joke? game I of thrones? Know. You know, very true, very true. All right. The other thing about this book um, that I actually enjoyed was that it's more kind of like there is a there is an overarching story, but mm-hmm. it's very little, and it's mostly a bunch of vignettes about the people that come to this town in damnation, what they did in their lives, and then ultimately how they die for a second time. Yeah. Um. So you just get a bunch of, like, wacky characters that maybe are only there for a chapter or two, if, if that. And I kind of enjoyed that. It made the book go by a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this summary might be a little weird, but. That's, that's what we got <laughs> but to. Work it's a with.
0: weird western, so it's fitting. Oh-ho-ho. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, damnation, as far as the occupants can tell, is kind of like limbo or purgatory. So, basically, bad people who have maybe like redeemed themselves towards the end of their life or just are bad but not bad enough for hell. Um, are sent to live in this little podunk town. There's, like, a saloon, a general store, and some other beat-up houses, like three streets, I think they said, in this whole town. Uh, they only have pork to eat because they've had to divide up. They can only eat dead animals, um, it, which is an important plot detail. All their meat is, like, cold and kind of rotten until they cook it, I guess. But... um, they can only eat the dead animals that arrive here in damnation, and the humans or everybody who hangs out in the saloon have chosen to have the pigs. They gave the cows to the werewolf contingent of which there are many werewolves, and then the native Americans get the chickens
0: because to be to be clear, the Native Americans are also humans,
1: <laughs> oh my God, um...
0: <laughs> i just I know that you were just kind of. Trying to, to delineate, but I think it is important that oh we take God. this stance <laughs> on the podcast that Native Americans I was thinking, are also humans. I was thinking, yes, yes. I know werewolves. you meant in comparison to oh the werewolves. My God. I forgot.
1: <laughs> Words are hard, guys. We try our best. So the the white folks The fellow humans the that are also Native Americans.
0: <laughs> the white folks get the pigs. <laughs> the white, werewolves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The werewolves get the. Uh, I guess they might. They're not all white as we understand it, because there are some like Latinx folks in yes. the. Yes. And ma- the contingent Chinese man. Oh yeah. Yes. Which yes. They don't
1: call Chinese man. <laughs> um, and the Native Americans all get the chickens because they live outside of town, and I guess I don't know. I don't remember why they divvied it up that way, but they did.
0: Um, I think it was. Because I don't know, maybe like chickens are. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna search this Kindle for for chicken and see what comes up. Ah, it says Sal cooked up the pigs for us. Indians got the chicken since they had the fewest to feed. Werewolves okay. took the cows on account that they had the biggest appetites. Okay, so, practicality.
1: Go, yes, but also they still get eggs at the saloon, so mm-hmm. they get pork and eggs, which isn't, I guess, too bad. But um. Food aside, if you die in damnation,
0: you go Food to real, aside real hell. That's the most important part of this book, clearly. It seems <laughs> that way. It seems
1: that way. That and gambling. Yeah. Um, if you die in damnation, you go to real, real hell. And if people die are- in,
0: If you die in damnation, you die in real life.
1: Yes. It's like it's just like Inception. Mm-hmm. Um, people are sent to hell pretty regularly because they are killed by the other residents of damnation in gunfights, et cetera. There's not a lot to do here. They don't, there's no, like, jobs. There's no, there's, they don't have any urge to explore outside the town. I think, actually, they're blocked off by a sandstorm of some kind from going too far. Yeah, People
0: emerge through the sand when they arrive.
1: So, basically, all they can do is gamble to earn money for drinks. And the only reason that the drinks cost money is because the bar owner, the saloon owner, knows that in order to keep everyone, like, quiet and settled and satisfied, they have to be able to pay for something. So um and and nobody like you can't die of hunger cuz you're already dead. So you could just like be hungry and that but that would suck cuz you would still feel hungry.
0: Which that does seem like a strange delineation, right, to have like a system in which you can't die of hunger cuz you're already dead, but you can die of a gunshot wound. <laughs> 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 like okay, I guess.
1: Yeah. Cuz this
0: kind of comes up a couple times in some of the more gruesome deaths like where people are very badly injured in ways that would kill them in real life, but then like they don't die until either they bleed out, which doesn't make sense, or they get like shot in the heart, which, so it it, it wasn't super clear to me what the rules are here in regards yeah. to like what can kill you.
1: Yeah. It just seemed to kind of be like the intent of it, I guess. Like I'm setting out to kill somebody. So it's gonna work when I shoot them in the face, but like yeah, because
0: they they shot uh the one dude in the stomach a couple times when they were in the gunfight. In a couple of the gunfights, they are trying mm. to kill each other and they miss and shoot their arms or stomachs or whatever in a non-lethal manner, and that person survives. But like then they're like, but then they got him in the heart, and I'm like, but why? Like nothing matters. You're already dead. <laughs> Your why it's does not the heart? Beating. Yeah, it's not beating. It's not doing <laughs> shit. And like the. Again, I'm jumping around a lot, but the kid who like gets taken by the werewolves and has his uh, hands and yes, yeah, Spiffy who has his his hands and feet shoot off. Um, they say he like they had to wait till they were like waiting for him to bleed out or whatever, and it's like okay, but why he doesn't need that blood for anything?
1: <laughs> Isn't his blood like coagulated?
0: I don't know because it, it doesn't taste the same to the vampire. Yeah. We know this, but yeah. I think it still he hates it. Bleeds as blood, Ugh. but I don't it's know like why dry blood. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It was it was kind of operating on rule of cool, I felt like.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's also rumored if you don't kill anybody for twelve months, you get to go up to heaven. Um, again, I have to say these are both no one knows these for certain. Um the owner of the saloon, Sal, tells our narrator, Tim, this information and Tim kind of disseminates that knowledge. To people as they enter damnation for the first time. But then he reveals later in the book that he was told by the previous saloon owner and he doesn't know. Or no, not even the previous saloon owner. It was just like some dude that he immediately killed because that guy did things with his sister that he shouldn't have done. <laughs> uh, So who knows if that guy was even telling the truth or if he just made some shit up right there on the spot. I don't know.
0: I feel like probably the twist at the end of this book series, I don't know if there's two books now and there's more planned or if it's just the, a duology, but I think the twist is probably that like they die and then they just go to another town. That's yeah. just like this. It's just a just series going. of towns. And they assume that, that they're there for a reason, but it's just like, nah, it's just a bunch this of This is towns. just what hell is. The afterlife is just, towns all just all the way down.
1: really shitty towns. Yeah. Everyone mostly hangs out in the saloon. I think it's called like the Foggy Dawn or Froggy Dew or something like that. I don't remember. Um, Because there's nothing else to do in town. There's there's that general store, but that's where like some of the old timers hang out and they get labeled as cowards for some reason.
0: (laughs) Because they're not out there shooting.
1: They're not out there at the saloon drinking and shooting and gambling away. They just hide in the general store and talk about the good old days.
0: Which surely one of them would have survived the year, right? You would think. Also, like, at the end of the year, do you think that they, like, then have to be, like, is it just, like, once you do a year, you're good, and then someone can kill and you go to heaven? Or is it, like,
1: you immediately at the end ascend. of the year, you, like,
0: ascend, like, <laughs> ra- rapture style, and all of your clothes are left?
1: I was thinking that, like, at the end of the year, um, that person does go to heaven, but then it, like, destroys everybody else in town and everything, Ooh. like, damnation ceases to exist, and that one person just gets to go to heaven, and then... The deities of the afterlife create new town to repeat the experiment. It's like the good place.
0: I was going to say it's a very good place where it's yes. all just to test this one person.
1: Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. The narrator is Tom or Tim, one of the two, and he is the town's <laughs> journalist and he writes a newspaper called The Crapper. Name that because people read it while they're pooping.
0: I thought it was because he went to the bathroom to write a suicide note and then people found it in the bathroom and we're like.
1: Cool. Yeah. He like keeps, he puts and the he newspaper like, in the bathroom. Yeah. And
0: he like interviews people in the bathroom was how he started. I don't think he interviews <laughs> them in the bathroom. I thought he did. I think, think wrong. he just
1: like nails them like, like a uh, Martin Luther except ah, it's in a bathroom. Gotcha. And it's about the comings and goings of dead people. Yeah. So he interviews the people that arrive in damnation and he writes about their past lives and how they died and then how they died again, um, and this has saved him from being a target in town because he basically provides the only source of entertainment these people have, and so he since he doesn't need to fight to stay alive, he's actually he's actually trying for the 12 months of not killing anybody to see if he can get into heaven. So that's the story that's that's the like the basic structure of the story. Mm-hmm. um I guess we can talk about like some of the people that arrive. You got Buddy, who is the fastest gunslinger this side of the Mississippi,
0: I guess. And is also chubby. That's another important fact about Buddy that comes up a lot, which I actually didn't think was too terribly handled in this book. Mm. Like, in general, I was like, yeah, cool. He's like an overweight dude who's also Mm -hmm. like a really cool gunslinger, except for the part where he's following the girl through the town and they keep looking behind to see his like belly sticking out comically from behind, like yeah. and stuff, and I was like, "Okay, well,
1: <laughs> poor buddy. Well, <laughs> he just wanted to make sure Miss Parker was safe, which, like, mm. fair. Everyone else heard what he was talking about except Miss Parker, and she's she just doesn't believe anybody. It's fine, I
0: guess that that was one of the more frustrating. Like, I didn't quite get what was again. If we're taking this as some sort of satire. Mm-hmm what the commentary was there. Was it that women just don't listen? (laughs) Was it, or was it men aren't willing to, like, because, like, nobody really said it right out to her, right? Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, they were too afraid to talk about those topics with her, Mm -hmm. kind of. I don't know, I felt it was kind of like a, uh, women always want to find the good in a man and they ignore all the red flags because they're so stupid and (laughs) weak-willed. That's how I took it.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, Miss Parker is so, like, I, I think she's pretty well treated in general by this book, aside from, like, everybody thinking about raping her all the time. But, like, Yikes. The, that's, like, more of a commentary on how, to, again, I'm taking that as commentary on how terrible they are. Whereas Miss mm-hmm, Parker, mm-hmm. like, she's a pretty good character, I feel like. She's, like, not in general, aside from this incident with Malachi being, like, Oh she's just dumb and flighty like she's very willing to do what needs to be done and she's like seems very smart and you know mm-hmm. feisty and whatever like you know like she's not like uh painted misogynistically except for maybe this one instance you know
1: Yeah yeah she just wants to see the good in people maybe Yeah I don't know I was pretty fed up with her I didn't m- mainly because I just did not care for
0: the pregnancy thing going on mm, i thought yeah. that was it, i didn't that did leave a <laughs> bad taste in my mouth uh, and i mean like it's like okay, an so, adam
1: and eve thing yes yeah, so i think we got to
0: talk about miss parker and like, yeah
1: let's get to miss parker
0: her whole situation
1: yeah so um yeah so we get a couple of like notable outlaws pop into damnation and then we get miss parker who shows up and she it's unusual for women in general to arrive in damnation because i guess women don't go to hell and also if they do come to damnation they don't last that long because the men fight over the right to have sex with them and usually end up killing them in the crossfire which is super cool
0: (laughs) right right but then on the flip (laughs) side like here because this is where i'm like i don't know what this author is doing because like on the flip side he makes a point multiple times to have people show up and be like oh where are the whores? and they're like no horses go to heaven because like don't you think they should go to heaven for like
1: <laughs> all that work they did for all
0: that hard work they did like you know like let them be they're cool like so it's like it's very <laughs> sex posy in some ways but then like there's all this stuff which again maybe is more of a commentary on the times or these people I don't know I just don't know like- yeah
1: I I I, I need. I need it to go hard in one direction. Again, that's like like our main problem with books is they just aren't clear enough. Maybe (laughs) I'm too stupid. I don't know. I can't say say one way or the other, which it is. (laughs) I know what one I feel is right. But to you, the listeners, I cannot tell you what to think. Um, So Miss Parker drowned herself in a lake after her fiance caught her being sexually assaulted by another man. And he saw it as, oh, she's cheating on me on our wedding day where she was just, like, trying not to get assaulted. Uh, and so she's sad. She's lost her fiancé. Her dad recently lost his business. And so she went and drowned herself in the lake. She was also pregnant. So that's why they think she went to damnation, because while she was, like, overall not a bad person, when she did do a suicide, she also did a murder, I guess, if you want to talk about where life actually starts. Uh, because this baby, she's pregnant for nine months in damnation, So like. How, how did she know she was pregnant? I guess would be my question. Like,
0: <laughs> is she? Do they actually say that it's nine months? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, they the do? Tim
1: Tom guy was like, oh, and Miss Parker got here nine months ago. Mm. I'm
0: like, but then how the fuck did she know she was pregnant? Oh, that's pregnant? that seems like <laughs> that's real early. <laughs> that's not okay. Well, okay, but maybe I'm gonna try to find an excuse for this. Okay, I'm, go ahead. I'm being so. So I'm giving so many passes to this book and I don't really know why because I didn't like super like it, but I don't know. Um <laughs> But maybe because we find out at the end of this book or it's implied very heavily by the end of this book, there is a vampire in town whose name is Nigel. We find out that Nigel was married to a human woman and impregnated her. And then his two brothers came and we're going to... Or, Killed that woman, or were going to kill her. Something they were, they were upset. Yes. And so Nigel killed his brothers, and then or one of his brothers. Yeah, because
1: vampires and humans aren't supposed to copulate because the mix of vampire and human blood makes for a very volatile vampire. That yes, yes, to yes, Control yes. itself. Yeah.
0: So he killed the older brother, and the younger brother Martin went back to the other vampires, and they all read his mind and were like, "Oh shit, your brother sucks," and sent a vampire hunter after him. And the vampire hunter like told the town that. They were witches, and so him and his uh, anyway, he ended up dying. Um, or no, 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 the, the he trapped brothers, them all in
1: the barn. And yeah, like, yeah,
0: he he traded your life for theirs. He traded his life, he was a good guy, whatever. Nigel's yeah. cool. Um, but the younger brother, Martin, we find out that the father of Miss What's Her Face's baby is named Martin, and she seems very worried about like what happens to a human vampire child. So, mm-hmm. presumably, the dad, Martin, is Nigel's brother, Martin. And this baby is a half vampire, and that's why it didn't die in the lake and whatever and came to damnation, because it's got weird vampire baby powers. Um, right. So maybe, because vampires are so super good at sensing when a woman is pregnant, because Nigel's like, oh, she's pregnant as soon as she shows up, maybe Martin
1: she got knocked up good.
0: immediately. <laughs> Martin was like, you pregnant?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Girl must burn so strong. The new heartbeat or whatever. Yeah no not heartbeat
0: because that would be like eight weeks that's right? what they like, that's
1: what that's what he nigel said though he's like i can sense the heartbeat inside yeah, but i'm of saying you.
0: maybe martin mm. was just like ah i sensed the sperm reaching the egg
1: oh my god it's just like and look who's talking, <laughs> look who's talking now. <laughs> now. I, yes. I can hear the sperm in there talking to the egg as it's fertilizing it
0: exactly oh my maybe god. that's what happened and that's how she knew at nine months
1: <laughs> yeah if you're curious about that reference, check out our friend Kate's podcast, All the Good Dogs, in a, probably a couple of weeks. <laughs> um. Yes, so Miss Parker, uh, her baby lives inside of her, and she grows to be more and more pregnant. She goes full term with this baby, almost.
0: She's wearing the bustle on the wrong side. Yeah. Uh. <laughs>
1: I guess which means she's gaining weight.
0: <laughs> no, because like bustles are on your butt, so it's like a bump on the front. Oh. I find that colloquialism quite humorous. They used it a couple times in this book.
1: That's funny. It was good. <laughs> I didn't get that at all.
0: <laughs> this this I was maybe one I of the things for this book. I liked about this book over the other one was I felt that like it was very the speech patterns, with a few exceptions, specifically mm-hmm. minorities, um, were very like fun right like it Mm -hmm, was very mm -hmm. folksy cowboy talk
1: yeah i did like the uh i I, assumably the slang of the time that was used Mm. yeah this baby is the cause of all the problems of damnation
0: as Uh, babies so often are
1: yes yeah (laughs) because the werewolves can smell the fresh blood inside of inside of uh, miss parker and they want to eat the baby and nigel wants to protect the baby and so there's just that's the conflict
0: um and that's buddy (laughs) buddy also wants to protect the baby because buddy because he's in love with miss parker sweet on miss parker
1: she's like friend zoned him it's very sad (laughs) i mean not really sad she's every right to friend zone whoever she wants (laughs) uh we're meant to think it's sad for buddy though um she yeah so she does end up like she kind of has a thing with this guy named malachi who also comes to damnation a little bit after buddy and he's just like he's a real gross like serial rapist who's just really he doesn't have any remorse that's just what he likes to do
0: malachi was for me the opposite of like what you said about the incest thing being kind of the tipping point of like oh maybe this is satire Mm -hmm. malachi like for me was like oh maybe this isn't satire yeah he just yeah. so edgelord i was like what is and happening? it was like super
1: serious it was like this is a real threat this is like a real nasty mm-hmm. guy and the way we handled it was just to like ignore it for several months until malachi finally made his move
0: it was this weird thing of him being him him being like him. essentially the way rapists are kind of portrayed in media of being like these monsters that like are just terrible like probably sociopathic people who are just like just evil and whatever and it's like that's not how most rapes are yeah. you know not to get people, too heavy but it's like that know you yeah you know so it's like I, and it, it felt like it was giving a pass to all of these other guys who are also terrible and also do rapes, but like not as much as Malachi. I was like, no, everyone hears garbage. Like, why are we acting like he's the most garbage when everyone is, has like, except for like maybe Tim Tom and maybe like Buddy, like they're, you know, they're like, Tim <laughs> Tom. <laughs> I can't remember his name. I, yeah, it's hard.
1: <laughs> it's only three letters, but those are both names. So, like, yeah. I know it's not Tam, I know it's not Tom
0: uh-huh uh-huh could be tum um <laughs> <laughs> but Tim t- tum tum is like talks Tweedletum. about how like women come to town and are sexually abused by the men there and I'm like okay so like why are we making a big deal about Malachi then it seems like he's doing the same thing everybody else does yeah I don't know. he's it just more upfront about it right
1: and he doesn't want to pay. I guess maybe that was the that was the factor. It's like, oh, he wants it, but he doesn't want to pay for it. And we can't have that or something. I don't, I
0: don't know. know. It was confusing to me. I didn't like Malachi.
1: No. Oh, <laughs> I, if you did, I'd be very concerned. Uh-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't like Malachi's inclusion in this book as yeah, a character. Yeah, it seemed
1: very out of place. It was, like, too serious if this is supposed to be satire. Yeah. And, like, too evil if it's not supposed to be satire, I guess. Yeah. Um. We also have, who else is important in this town? Um, uh, the other woman. Yes, Mabel, who exists just as to be another variety of woman in this town.
0: Well, she she comes in and she partners up with the other gunslinger. Harden. So, I mean. Who's the, the... even
1: more famous than Buddy, but is not as good as Buddy, ultimately, because he dies.
0: No, he is better than Buddy, because uh, Nigel is the one who actually kills yeah, him. Yeah,
1: Buddy defeats him with the power of friendship.
0: <laughs> You're right. Because
1: Nigel helps. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel's like, no, Buddy would make a better dad than Harden, so I'll be, I'll be Buddy's <laughs> friend.
0: Also, though,
1: like... <laughs> okay,
0: so like to explain, <laughs> Harden and Buddy have kind of been like going head to head. Nigel, again, wants to protect the baby. Knows that Buddy also wants to protect the baby. Knows that eventually Harden and Buddy, one of them is going to take the other out. So when they get into a fight, he does some fast vampire moves to kill Harden and make it look like Buddy killed Harden. Um, mm-hmm. But the idea <laughs> that he was like he'd be a bet, like he'd be a better <laughs> dad than Harden. It's like Harden has Harden no did in this baby
1: anything to do with babies. <laughs> that was
0: never on the table.
1: <laughs> He's with Mabel. They don't have a kid. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, I am glad Harden left, though, which it's weird because when Harden is first introduced, like Tim Tom kind of takes it seems like takes a liking to him. Like we get to know Harden a little bit and Mm -hmm. it's more sympathetic. But then by the time that this gunfight between him and Buddy come around, like we're supposed to suddenly hate him. Maybe I just missed the transition period there.
0: But I thought we were always supposed to hate Harden. Oh,
1: see, I liked him when he first (laughs) came on the scene. I was like, cool. Another really good gunslinger. Uh, Neat. I think then, the
0: thing the difference between Harden and Buddy was that Buddy had rules. And this is the whole like thing that this book is kind of setting up is like society can't be lawless, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think is actually like kind of my might be why I like this book a little bit more than that. I love
1: the idea of this. Yes. And it was like kind of
0: opposed to the typical Western idea of like, man mm-hmm. must be free and go into the wild, you know, where it was like, mm-hmm. no, that's actually not a good idea. Um because Harden is a gunslinger who just kills people who take him off. Buddy also does that, but he has rules. Like, he won't kill orphans. He won't kill
1: orphans. And <laughs> Harden is an orphan, which is why Buddy is so resistant to killing. him. In yes, yes, yes,
0: yes, yes.
1: <laughs> and he won't kill someone who doesn't have a gun or hasn't shot at him first or something. Yeah. So, I mean, which, like, that's legit. That's
0: normal. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I think, like, there are other, like, Harden, I think. Harden, yeah. Doesn't really follow that rule. like... <laughs>
1: see I really I really liked for whatever reason I read it as like Hardin comes in and everyone's like "Ooh, neat Hardin seems like a neat guy Mabel's Mm -hmm. like instantly drawn to him um and he kind of gets special treatment at the saloon but maybe it maybe he is just like a murderer who can't help himself and for some reason I was drawn to that
0: (laughs) I don't (laughs) know I think that's that's ultimately the thing about these sort of like Western stories of like mm-hmm. the hero being this like lawless outlaw, it's like, okay, yeah, that's cool in theory, but like in actual practice, what that means is that they just murder people with no repercussions. <laughs> uh, like,
1: Hardin was also
0: super hot.
1: <laughs> yes, Hardin.
0: Well, Malachi was also super hot. So, I mean, think that's about true. That, Malachi
1: Anna. was the hottest.
0: Yeah, Malachi was the hottest. Because
1: when he does die, because it's Buddy that shoots him, right?
0: Uh, sure.
1: I think, some Coffee. yeah, whoever does end up killing him, like, empties a whole clip around, I don't know, when you have a revolver, what the term is specifically. Empties a whole thing of bullets into his face, and he's like, now, in the next place he goes to, no one will think he's handsome, so they'll never fall for his rape schemes again.
0: Which is making some wild assumptions on how the afterlife works. Yeah. Like, just because you showed up here looking like how you got killed in your, like, Earth life doesn't mean that's going to transfer over, bud.
1: um we also have my favorite character of the book uh lucky Mm -hmm. who he is just like this young younger kid i think probably i was imagining like 16 to 18 years old um and he just has like some sort of paranormal luck to him he always wins at cards and he doesn't know how he does it he just knows that he's going to win uh he's always been really lucky and i liked him he and miss parker uh, or no, is he and Mabel were actually working together? They were going to mm-hmm. open up another saloon in town um, with the winnings that Lucky got from gambling. Uh, but he died tragically in the werewolf invasion. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of bummed I- about that. I really liked Lucky a lot. He was just like real deadpan about everything he's like i just i know i'm gonna win and i can't help it that i always win please stop punching me for winning
0: <laughs> i also like lucky and i thought that like you said paranormal luck and i thought like something was gonna come of that like yeah he was gonna be a wizard it was or gonna be shit. like a domino
1: situation from yeah Deadpool. something yeah
0: but it, nothing happened because as you said he- <laughs> He Paris. was actually he very unlucky. Tragically, <laughs> in the werewolf invasion. He <laughs> so we
1: did take a couple dogs out with him. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. book notes,
0: and then you also brought up the fact that him and Mabel were going to open a saloon, and Mabel goes to Nigel because she saw Nigel's whole hanky panky with uh, Buddy and um, killing Buddy and Harden, and Nigel actually killing Harden, mm-hmm. and he goes she goes to Nigel and is like I'll keep your secret if you help me open the saloon and Nigel's like I think I have a solution that will work for you which seems like that's going to be resolved by the end of this book (laughs) like many things it's not it's just a cliffhanger for the next book yeah
1: yeah I was so mad I got to the last (laughs) sentence of this book I was like are you fucking kidding me
0: (laughs) how dare you (laughs) And this isn't a long book, so it could have just been one book.
1: Yeah, it's like 200-some pages, if that. Yeah,
0: could have just made this one book. Yeah. And that would have been fine.
1: <laughs> so we got a lot of comings and goings. Uh, Everything basically comes to a head. When the werewolves come to attack everyone in the saloon for the baby that is not yet born, and everyone in the saloon being mostly overpowered, Um. And the regular dead humans in the saloon, there are other humans. <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> they are
0: concerned about humans. I think maybe maybe we don't use the term regular to describe The regular dead
1: humans in the saloon as opposed to Nigel, the vampire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, okay, okay.
1: As they need Nigel. What the
0: regular is in reference to.
1: Yes. But like, okay, so they mentioned the Native Americans like twice in this book is the thing It's like, why even bring that up then? Like, maybe in the second
0: book. And I think also because it is such a staple in Westerns that it would be weird to omit them. Like, I think that they would either have to be part of a
1: different afterlife because they have different religious beliefs.
0: Look, that's I solved too it for
1: you. <laughs> but
0: also, doesn't the vampire have different religious beliefs than the humans? No, he was
1: he was definitely uh just strangely sp- Protestant.
0: Very Presbyterian.
1: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the humans dead humans in the saloon need Nigel to save them with his vampire strength. But Nigel is too weak because he has not had any blood to drink for the past century. So the men decide to try and get Miss Parker to go into labor. She's like, I have like maybe a week left of this pregnancy. And they're like, no, go into labor now by looking out the window at the werewolves that will kill you. And we're going to try and scare this baby out of you. Because we don't want Nigel to eat the baby. We want him to eat your afterbirth so he can be strong enough to kill the werewolves.
0: I don't know that that checks out. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know now, I I, I don't know nothing about birth and no babies but is would the afterbirth be would the after wouldn't it wouldn't it also have because it's like her blood in that one right it's not the baby's blood
1: yeah well it's it's the fetal membranes uh huh and the placenta uh huh so
0: I don't know, man. <laughs> like, who who provides the blood for that? Because it's like <laughs> Yeah, this
1: is a good question.
0: Because if it's her, if it's the mother's I, blood that's in that one, it should be dead blood because she's yes. dead. If it's the yeah. baby's blood, then I don't think that's how that works, but I guess that would work. But then if it's like I guess my question is if if hmm, I'm looking mm. it up on Wikipedia, the, how do, the specifics. Like, the mom and the baby don't share blood at that point, right? Like, it, well, they've got that. Im- I don't know how babies work, you guys. You get <laughs> real thirsty and you make the blood for the baby. Okay.
1: Um, oh, The Wikipedia article is too many big words.
0: and. Ugh. Bailout. 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 If any baby there's doctors a, there's a, listen, could you guys let me know? which way which way blood go OBGYNs, listen which way to which can way you, do blood go
1: can you tell us uh because the placenta is just the nutrients
0: right and, and I think gas there
1: is, and waste
0: there's blood going somewhere like to get the oxygen to the baby right like there would have to be right like because like the mom's breathing so that would <laughs> oxygenate her blood and then somehow that has to go to the baby right because the baby's not breathing it's the miracle
1: of life
0: but I guess I guess my quibble is either it shouldn't be any baby blood in there or shouldn't she have some living blood in her from like sharing with the baby and therefore couldn't the vampire just suck a little of her blood
1: yeah I don't know well I I would think the fear of that is that he's been thirsty for so long he would not be able to stop sucking blood which could result in the death of the baby
0: huh well,
1: anyway, <laughs> uh, Miss Parker goes into into labor. The werewolves scare her into labor, and uh, but she doesn't have the baby soon enough for Nigel to defeat the werewolves. The werewolves like break into the saloon and they're just killing everyone, including Lucky. Um, uh, so Nigel does a bluff and pretends he's had enough blood,
0: he and it's like he a just... ham covered in ketchup or something, and yeah. Life. It's a placenta, I drank it.
1: It's <laughs> uh, 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 so full from placenta.
0: Don't they specifically use ketchup? And also then how did they get the ketchup? Oh yeah. Cause they
1: say They don't have tomatoes.
0: Yeah, so where did they get that it, it is was ketchup? I'm ketchup not Ketchup that, that up, died.
1: Right. Ketchup that died.
0: I guess I'll maybe because they have this was some real bullshit, you guys. They have this rule that's like they get what... Like, if people die on a wagon carrying goods, the wagon comes through with them.
1: That's yeah. not how...
0: That's not how zombies work, you guys. That's <laughs> nonsense.
1: <laughs> well, all those, like, clothes and bullets and stuff died, too. Don't but you Well, know? the bullets
0: they get from the blacksmith, because this is a point that they make, that yeah. the blacksmith yeah. has to make the bullets. But the... And the clothes... Comes through, but I don't think a wagon counts. Like, definitely, I can accept that ghosts a wagon or not have a soul. Right. I can accept, well, clothes don't even, either, but I can accept that ghosts or zombies obey the rule of whatever you're wearing comes through to the afterlife, right? Yes. Because yeah. that would be mm-hmm. wild if the ghosts were spiffy. running around naked, because that wouldn't, that would be a very different Patrick Swayze movie. Um, <laughs> but I don't think that the aura of like what you're carrying counts to like vehicles that yeah that would be that would be
1: too much yeah. unless you were literally gripping the reins and sitting in the seat and all you thought about in your life was wagons and delivering but that's goods how, on them that's
0: how it works in this world is if you are if you die in a wagon the wagon dies in real life i guess <laughs> <laughs> which also like does it does that mean that like the wagon just disappeared from the trail it was on Yeah, or it
1: vanished. Yeah, those, those uh, wagon robbers were like, ah, damn it, we lost another one to hell.
0: <laughs> got sucked straight into hell.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Nigel does a bluff and pretends mm-hmm. he's had enough blood and he attacks, like, two werewolves and the rest are like, oh, fuck, he's, he's got... The vampire strength we are gonna lose, and like Buddy's there and he shoots a bunch of werewolves, and even Tim Tom is like, "Well, I'll get into heaven next year," and he starts shooting werewolves, and uh, they all band together and they kill a good number of them, and the werewolves retreat, and the baby is born. Yeah, and everyone looks at it, they're like, "Neat!" and Miss Parker's like, "I name him Martin after his father." father. Dun dun, dun what? What? <laughs> Uh, and then suddenly they're like hey this vampire hunter showed up in damnation someone go get Nigel and that's where the book ends
0: (laughs) (laughs) which another quibble I have with this book is that the vampire hunter's name is Luther and I don't know why he named the vampire one of the vampires and the vampire hunter who I think is also a vampire on the same team Martin and Luther that seems very oh tongue-in-cheek in in a way that I don't appreciate yeah yeah
1: Mm. (laughs) Uh, maybe it was unintentional maybe the two names just go together in people's minds so often
0: Mm. anyway that was this book that was this book it wasn't it wasn't it was something again it wasn't my cup of tea but Mm. I didn't hate it so I guess there's that
1: I don't think I don't think I hated it so much. I was just deeply disappointed that there weren't mm. more vampires, and I was yeah. confused about whether or not it was satire. There is a lot of problematic stuff in this. We didn't even really get into any of the race stuff.
0: Uh, yeah, they, there's they use a lot of slurs for various stuff. people.
1: Yes, yeah. Which like, okay, if it's satire, I don't you you can't use slurs even if it's satire. I don't think in my
0: I don't opinion, know because I think it's it's first person. So again, that kind of like, I was like, well, if the character would think of it that way, but I don't know. I feel like uh, that might just be me trying to rationalize and I'm a white woman. So like, maybe I should just shut up about it, you know? (laughs) I don't know.
1: It's a real, if you are, if that, that would, it's a very delicate situation to be Mm -hmm. in. Whether or not it's achieved successfully, I guess, leave it up to the reader. I... Was offended multiple times. <laughs> but also I was conflicted on whether or not I was supposed to be. <laughs> so
0: right. If that was like the point or not. Yeah. Like-
1: yeah. If the point was supposed to be like, yeah, the thoughts and beliefs really sucked in the old West. I'm so glad I live today. It well, kinda more glad to be alive in twenty twenty than I would be in eighteen twenty, sure. Yeah. Um but yeah. Yeah. I wanted more vampires.
0: More vampires, less casual racism. That's a motto here on this podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. It is now. (laughs) Also, don't sleep with teenagers, which I feel like that came up a couple times in here. Yeah.
1: Don't do a cheat.
0: Don't do a cheat. Don't sleep with teenagers. More vampires, less casual racism. I think we're missing one, but I can't remember what it is. Probably. Everyone be knives. (laughs) Everyone just choose knives. Just be knives. Uh,
1: so yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what do you hope? So we are going to read. We are reading another book in this unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you want to see change? I don't know. We're not. Are we going to say now what book we're reading? Because we know.
0: Um, I think we can sit on it for a minute because it's still a little okay. ways off. We don't okay. want people to get well, too. What hyped. do you hope to see? Um, I would like to see women, women, more vampires, (laughs) less casual racism, by which I mean more paranormal stuff in general, more weird, less
1: Western. And I mean,
0: like this one (laughs) is very paranormal. It's, you know, a town. It's the afterlife. Yeah. They're all dead. Like that's super paranormal. Mm -hmm. But the paranormal didn't have much effect on their like day to day. I felt like, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean it did, because they were all dead. <laughs> like I needed was... more more mythology for this afterlife. Yeah, something. I don't know. It wasn't it I just needed wasn't... cowboy
1: Jesus to come out of the sound the no, dust cloud. I don't cloud. think that was
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's think what that's it wanted. what it was missing. Um yeah, I think I think definitely just like a little bit I did like the kind of like episodic nature of this in this Yeah, movie. I liked that too. But I would, I do think in the future I would like a little more plot, you know? Mm-hmm. Understandable.
1: Yeah, I think we're on a lot of the same pages here.
0: Mm-hmm. Good. That's so rare. Yes. Usually we dislike the things that the other likes and vice versa. Usually we can never agree on anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we basically hate each other. <laughs> No I'm respect glad we at can,
0: all. <laughs> I'm glad we can come together on this. The weird Western Thank you, year. Dawn
1: and Damnation. <laughs> you fixed our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh
0: Speaking of where we're going next, I think the next uh, next week Should is going we to be an Animorphs. about what we're reading
1: outside of the podcast? Oh, yeah. You're right. Sorry. My reading. bad.
0: Let's no, do No, you're fine.
1: I... Need to hold on. I brought it up, but now hold. I don't have anything, I so you also first. don't have one.
0: So maybe <laughs> oh, we oh, should no. just skip this segment this
1: week. Uh no, no. We'll find something. Hold on. Let me
0: go to my um, Goodreads and see if I've read anything recently.
1: Yeah. Let me go to my paranormal shelf on Goodreads.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've already recommended all these books. I know. I started right? reading. I started reading a new manga, and I watched the first season of the anime too called uh kaguya sama love is war which is about this is completely unrelated um (laughs) except for it's kind of told in like an episodic manner um where it's two characters the president and vice president of a super elite high school and they uh both like each other but they don't want to be the first to admit it because they if you're the first person to admit you love the other then that like you're weak and the other person will hold power over you in your relationship it's not like i mean they're teenagers they don't understand um so it's just the two of them conspiring against each other to get the other one to admit that they love the other and Mm. it's cute and sweet and i like it uh please no spoilers i haven't i'm not caught up on the manga i like keep seeing warnings of like Spoilers and stuff. So apparently something must happen. It must not be just as straightforward as I think it is. I don't know. <laughs> that's, I guess, my recommendation because that's the only new content I've been consuming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I Queen's Gambit's also really good on Netflix. It's not a book.
0: We've we've made the stance before that what even is a book? Who cares? Doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm gonna recommend. I've got two, and they're both kind of loose recommendations because I either. Well, one is one that I'm just excited for, and one is one that I'm in the middle of. Um, Okay. The first one, the one that I'm reading right now and I'm, like, right in the middle of is uh, Bingo Love by T. Franklin and illustrated by uh, Jen St. Ong and uh, Joy San, which... I know we did just say don't do a cheat. It does involve some cheating because the premise is, I know, I'm sorry. The premise is these two, (laughs) this couple that meets when they're teenagers and then they are separated by their family because their family doesn't want them to be in a queer relationship and they Hmm. marry men and then meet 50 years later.
1: It's an acceptable cheat. Yeah,
0: and I'm in the middle of it so I don't quite know how it's going to pan out in relation to the fact that they're both still married to other people but um I'm liking it so far it's a cute cute little rom-com type comic Hmm, um and then the other one that I'm excited for is How to Catch a Queen by Alyssa Cole who I've talked about on this podcast before because she is like one of my number one romance writers uh Mm. and this is the first book in her Runaway Royal series and it looks super good
1: I need to read some of her stuff
0: yes it's like an arranged marriage uh book where it's uh the they they're like in a political marriage and then she like oh is like no nah, fuck this um but then obviously they have to decide you to had me be a arranged couple. marriage. I know you right
1: arranged marriage plot, so good Oh my god you
0: Ugh. Alyssa Cole just delivering everything I want in a book oh. in 2020 uh thank you, oh thank my you god. so much So that's like been on my TBR and I think it just came out so it's like Moving up to the top of it. Oh, nice, nice, nice.
1: Can I ask, speaking of arranged marriages, can I ask mm. your status on
0: well-intended love? Um, I had to slow down a little bit because I had other stuff going on this weekend with, like, prepping for D&D and whatever. Because, mm-hmm. hey, also, guys, I'm DMing my first campaign. Go me. Super exciting. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm, like, still at the same point that i was with like okay. the fire and now i know that the fire was not quite as <laughs> wasn't sought. as devastating it wasn't as devastating i'm trying to not do any spoilers in case anybody randomly wants to watch well-intended love on netflix it's um, a
1: wild ride you guys it's a
0: very <laughs> wild ride and i'm very annoyed with it and i hate that i'm going to keep watching it
1: i that's how i felt <laughs> like I, I i love watching this i i love having being able to say, I have watched this, but the process of watching it is almost torturous. It's painful. <laughs> I had to drag someone else into it. I love it. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So next week, then.
0: <laughs> next week. Uh, we're doing Animorphs, which is number something or other. Who knows? Who 29? Does have it. 29. Maybe. The Sickness. Yes. Sickness is next. Nice. uh ah, <laughs> And then the week after that, I think we're wrapping up my horror unit, which brings us to Oh, I can finally
1: say. can finally
0: say. Now, you've hinted that it was going to be Rebecca, but then you changed your mind on that? I did
1: change my mind because the more Mm. I thought about it, I was like, because we're supposed to be doing haunted houses. And I had Uh to be honest with myself and say, okay, how much of this is supposed to be haunted house and how much of this is just like a creepy gothic novel? Mm. They're two very different things. Well, not very different, but they are distinct things. Uh, so I did a little bit of research. I uh, try to find something more recent.
0: You're gonna have to find some other some other unit you can force me to read, Rebecca. On
1: yeah, I know. Uh, sure. I think my next unit is gonna be Rebecca. Um, <laughs> 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 Sorry, let me look at these. Just make sure I've got the right book again, because I've been looking at both of these. Um, I'm just I'm a little bit concerned because. I, since I have not read either of these books, I can't say if it leans more toward actual horror or if it's more just like that creepy gothic novel sort of tension, you know. Mm. And I don't want to. I don't want to have like another does this really qualify moment. Sure. It is called "The Garden of Bewitchment" by Catherine Cavendish.
0: Oh. Yes. That sounds interesting.
1: Um it's a really quick blurb i'll just i'll just read it real quick in 1893 evelyn and claire leave their home in a yorkshire town for a life in a rural retreat on their beloved moors but when a strange toy garden mysteriously appears a chain of increasingly terrifying events is unleashed oh that's getting creepy then the horror really begins (laughs) so cool yep we'll read we're going to be reading that next
0: this is probably the most excited i've been for an end of unit uh book just because i feel like this unit has been the most like something that i haven't read but might be into you yeah know? yeah so looking forward to it it's
1: flame tree press which is a new fiction imprint of flame tree publishing which i am not familiar with but it was launched in 2018 so hmm. cool yeah looking forward to that in the meantime Uh, if you have any suggestions for books you would like us to cover on the podcast, whether because you think we'd hate it or we'd love it, or even a whole ass unit, uh, that'd be greatly appreciated. You can tweet at us at shelfawarecast or email us shelfawarecast at gmail.com. We have a a few very lovely listeners who have been um, emailing us and sending us beautiful fan art and their thoughts on the books and the podcasts and stuff. And we just love to hear from you guys. So feel free to reach out. Um, We, as always, thank you to Ben Cope for the use of our theme song. You can check out his YouTube channel in our show notes below. We are also on all of your favorite podcast aggregating platforms. So if you haven't followed or subscribed to us on one of those, you definitely should. Because if you don't, you're going to go to damnation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you use Apple Podcasts, we'd very much appreciate a five-star review. But if you do not, that's all right, because you're allowed to talk about us anywhere on the internet you would like. Uh, In the words of Clark Casey, your name's shit for brains, and you came to damnation so I can send your ass to hell today. (laughs)
0: Oh, also, and I might put this in the episode and I might leave it as a stinger and I might mm-hmm. just cut this entirely depending on how this goes. I do have my phone on okay. for this episode because I am kind of waiting to see if I'm getting fired or not. So like, oh, damn. <laughs> that might happen during this episode. Are they so like all...
1: calling people and Um Nobody ha- knows right now. Oh they've, shit. You they've... guys are all just wow, they don't want to send out an, you know, announcement to allay fears.
0: I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so if my phone goes off during this recording, that's what's up. Oh, my gosh. Uh, How will we know if they're it. happy
1: tears or sad tears? <laughs> <laughs> which which occasion will have which tears?
0: So I was... Oh, fuck. See? My phone's ringing. Hold <gasps> oh on. God. Oh, God.
1: Oh, God. Oh,
0: God. Hold on. Oh, no. My phone isn't letting me answer it.
1: Gonna have to get a voicemail.
0: Can I tell you,
1: you're fired up for voicemail. On. What's wrong with your phone? <laughs> What's wrong with your phone? Well, <laughs> I guess you'll find out later. <laughs> Do you want to call your voicemail?
0: It says missed call, even though I hit answer like five times. So I might have gotten fired. I don't know.
1: They-, they were like, if she'd answered, we would have left her. <laughs> on the roster, but she didn't, so she fired. (laughs) Christ. Um... (laughs)